Good morning and welcome to the Christian Underground News Network. I'm Kurt Chamberlain, your host, uh, somewhere deep in my bunker in the heart of Texas. Uh, we're glad to be with you today. Uh, we're thrilled that you've been able to join us. Uh, we look forward to, uh, to many of these episodes with you. And uh, we are coming to you live. Uh, and when I say we, I do have today's guest with me, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. Uh, we're coming to you live, and uh, we are having a conversation about facing today's headlines without fear, uh, but yet defending the gospel of Christ through power, love, and a sound mind. Um, uh, we have Pastor Dick Chamberlain with us today. Uh, we are privileged to have him. Uh, I've been privileged to sit at his feet uh, and listen to his teaching ever since I was, well, just a wee, wee lad. Uh, much appreciated that, that, uh, that he's here to, uh, to help us discern. And uh, we, today we want to talk about some of the problems that are facing us today. Uh, Pastor, are you there? Okay, I got you loud and clear. That's fantastic. Welcome okay. aboard. Welcome aboard. We're, uh, we're. Uh, I think I, I know we've talked about this, and and we're both excited to do it. Uh, and I, I think that uh, those that uh, decide to listen in are going to be even more excited as time goes on. Uh, we plan to do this once a week on Wednesday, and uh, let's start today uh, by taking. A look at uh, some of the problems that we're, we're experiencing today in, in society and in the world overall. Uh, I'm sure that, that uh, you have probably either watched the news or picked up a newspaper within the last 72 hours, have you not, Pastor? Oh, yes. Uh, newspapers, Fox News, uh, what have you. We've, we've uh we're, we're kind of housebound here. Uh, I, we're, I, we're both 80 years old and don't get out much. So, yeah, we, but we keep up on the news. Yep. Well, uh, I, uh, well, I know you always have, uh, as have I. I think, I think I pretty much followed your example on that. Uh, so I, I, I pay close attention, uh, and there's reasons uh, for me paying close attention. I mean, I, uh, I understand that, that – uh, there's some eschatological significance to what, what is happening in the world today. And, uh, you know, so it, it, it's prudent to listen, and, uh, and that's what I do on a regular basis. Uh, but, you know, as you look at things and, and hear things and see things on the news and in print, uh, I'm sure you've become hyper-aware of, of uh, the fact that about 99% of what we get uh, through news and other media, is bad news. I mean, it's uh, all you've got to do is tune in and, and listen and understand that there's a lot of evil in the world. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be getting any better. It's not lessening in its scope. It seems to be uh, magnified almost every time you, you look or listen. Is it, I mean, I, do you get that? Do you get that, uh, that same feeling? Yes, um, you know the Apostle Paul wrote uh, his uh, 
his young student Timothy that the that the in the end times the times would grow worse and worse. Evil will grow worse and worse, and uh, and it is growing worse and worse. It certainly is. And the uh, and the problem in the world today, I can define it rather simply, if you would like. I would love that. Yeah. Well, the problem is sin. Yeah. Three-letter word. Sin. Sin. Well, it, so, and, uh, it sounds really simple. I mean, uh, but it's not as simple as it sounds, is it? Um, well, uh, it is, and yet it isn't. It depends on uh, where, what seat you're sitting in. If you're saved today, um, you, things we're going to say make sense. And if you're not born again, if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, um, there will be some difficult things for you uh, to handle as we, as we say them. But let me just say this, Curtis. Um, you, you and I have talked a lot over the years, and um, what we're doing here with this podcast is we're actually going to war. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's, and that's, that's, when, that's, when, a, when, a nation, when a nation goes to war, they have rules of engagement. That is correct. And let me just give you a couple of the rules that I'm going to go by. And um, and then if you don't like them, you're going to hang up. <laughs> but, you, but you but you won't. No sir. Um, uh, yep. It's it. Through my years, I've I've learned. I'm 80 years old now. I've been a pastor. I've been an assistant pastor. I've been a Christian school teacher, a Sunday school teacher, a home Bible study teacher, and now I'm uh, trying to be an author. I'm writing booklets about the scripture, and so. Uh, my first rule, my very first rule is this. Always speak, preach, teach, write under the banner of Romans chapter 4, verse 3, which says, For what saith the Scripture? And we're going to be very scriptural when we do these things. Absolutely. Um, years ago, I was in a chapel service in in uh, Bible college, and you know which one it is, and a preacher by the name of Myron Cedarholm came out behind the pulpit during this chapel service, and he stood on the end of the stage, and and there were probably um, 600 of us in the chapel service, and he lifted up his index finger and pointed it, and he was talking to the preacher boys, or the future preacher boys, and he said, listen to me, if God said it, Stand up and speak up. And if God didn't say it, sit down and shut up. <laughs> yeah. So we're yeah. going to let the scriptures speak. Now, just, uh, uh, just a couple of things about me. One of the rules I have is this. If I know anything, it's that I don't know everything. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. You know, the Apostle, the Apostle yeah. Paul had a difficult time not knowing everything in the love chapter. He said this, uh, he says, but now we see through a, ga a glass darkly. That's right. And so that's that's the condition we're in, even when we're saved. It's, it's Some things are difficult. Uh, in Second Peter, uh, Peter mentioned Paul's epistles, and he said, in which some things are hard to be understood. Oh, yeah. And so, while yeah. we don't know everything, 
We can know those things which are clearly defined in the scriptures. Absolutely correct. And, and that's how we're going to do it, okay? So we're going to talk about the basic root of all of our problems, uh, which is sin. And uh, yeah. uh, let, let's get started on that. Uh, last week I kind of pre-introduced this subject uh, by saying that we were going to talk about the four C's, uh, and and I this may the subject is is uh, going to probably take more than one or two episodes to to cover uh, the four C's, and uh, let's just remind everybody what the four C's are. We're going to talk about uh, the commencement of sin. In other words, where did it start? When did it start? And uh, there. There might be uh, a surprising outcome at the end of that discussion as to uh, where sin began. I know what uh, the basic evangelical position of most Christians is, uh, but there, there might be a little something that in here that we may have over the, the millennia uh, kind of overlooked or didn't think about. Uh, and but but I think we're going to discuss some of that if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we're going to talk about the commencement of sin and why we have this condition uh, yeah. of sin. Uh, oh, so you're, you're going to alliterate this whole thing, aren't you? Well, I, I had a great teacher. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, okay. I, I'm, I'm afraid it's it's a really really good habit I've gotten into. So. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's a good teaching method. It helps people to remember things well. So we got the commencement, and then we're going to talk about the condition. Okay, back to you, buddy. Well, uh, let, let's talk about the commencement. Now, you know, any illness or inherent condition uh, has to have a, a root cause or, or a beginning somewhere, uh, mm -hmm. as we both know. I mean, we, we don't have to be... Uh, physicists or, or doctors to, to know this. I mean, it's common sense. Uh, every condition, uh, every, every bad human condition, uh, has a beginning somewhere. Uh, sure does. Okay, and so what I'd like you to do, if you would for us, Pastor, is to kind of uh, get into where our con sinful condition, where did sin come from? What was its true beginnings, if you can elaborate on that I can Please I can do. Um, before I go to that uh, Curtis let, let, let's I'm gonna give you uh, our audience a real quick definition of sin Romans 1423 says uh, um, all, sin, all sin is due to unbelief right uh, uh, James 417 says uh, that Knowing to do good and don't do, and not doing it—that's sin. Right. First, First John five seventeen says all right, all unrighteousness is sin. Uh, so that that uh, fairly covers the definition. Well, but let's talk about where it began. There uh, um, is a conception that uh, that sin began in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, original sin. That's right. That's what they. That's what is has been clearly and fundamentally taught throughout the ages. However, however, that's not where sin began. 
sin did not begin in the Garden of Eden. Um, if the audience has got their Bibles ready, I, I want to go to the Scriptures, and I said, I'll let the Scriptures speak. Isaiah 14, verse 12, and we're going to read all three or four verses. Are you ready? By the way, everything that I do is going to be from the King James Version. Now, I do that because it's the one that I am most familiar with. I was raised with it. My mother spanked me with the Schofield Reference Bible. <laughs> and so I got a lot of my knowledge by osmosis. But it's been 400 and some years now of reliability, and so I love it. Amen, me too. And so here it is, Isaiah 14, verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Now that's name for Satan. Right. He said, How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, and then you've got these things, uh, there are the five I wills of Satan. God says to him, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. By the way, I believe heaven is in the northern sky. Ah, uh, yes. And then... To continue, he says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. That's five of them. That's five I wills. Five I wills. Sin comes as a result of exercising a will that God gave us. And that's the will to choose. Free will. And Satan, Satan, as we'll see in our next scripture that I read, was a created being. Yes, he was. That's right. And so he was He was making this choice. I will, I will, I will. And then God says in the, in the 15th verse of Isaiah 14, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. That's correct. And so, all right, now let's go quickly to Ezekiel 28. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that God answers with I wills, all right? Oh, yes. Uh, okay, Ezekiel 28, mm -hmm. and, and it says this. Now, understand in this scripture, you'll see that, uh, that and, and I'm going to explain something just a minute. It begins with verse 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, so by the way, God dictated his word, whether anybody likes that or not. <laughs> he says, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyre, yeah. and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God. Now, God is using the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, person personification, and he's equating the king of Tyre with Satan. Yes. And so when he says the king of Tyre, we'll see that in the next couple of verses that he was not talking about the king of Tyre personally. He was just relating uh, to the king of Tyre what he was like. He said, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyre and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Now I want you to see this next verse. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Now let me just say, just let, let me say to you, wait a minute. The king of Tyre was never in the garden of God. He was never in Eden. There were only four personages ever in the garden of Eden in the beginning. That's right. 
There were there was God, of course. Of course. He created it. Yep. There was Adam. Yep. And there was Eve. Yep. And there was the serpent. That's right. Those are the only four mentioned. And that's right. They're the only one four. So the king of Tyre wasn't there. So he is talking to, to and about Satan. Right. Correct. Yeah. And Satan appeared as a serpent because that was the most beautiful animal on earth at the time. He appeared as a serpent. By the way, in the, in twice in the book of the Revelation, we see that uh, that Satan is called ser- that old serpent called um, the devil. That's right. Yep. And Satan. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. So let's go back to verse 13 of, of Ezekiel 28. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, topaz, the diamond, the barrel, the onyx, and the jasper, and the sapphire, uh, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold, and the workmanship of thy tabrets, and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day thou wast created. Wow. So Satan was a created being. All of the angels were created beings. Correct. Let's continue. Verse 14. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. In other words, he was the chief angel in heaven. Yep. Lucifer was. Satan was. Right. He was the chief angel in heaven. You are the anointed cherub that covereth. I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou wast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day thou wast created. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. iniquity was found in thee. Now, yep. what was the iniquity? He was using his will to subvert and uh, and, and to uh, defeat God. Well, Pastor, kind of what, why, uh, it, permit me to ask a question here. Why would he have chosen to, to do that? just a minute, but I'm going to tell you why. Okay. In 1 Timothy 3.16, we see the, these words, um, um, uh, without controversy, great, uh, great is the mystery of godliness, uh, said how the God was manifested in the flesh. That's right. Now, you know that was Jesus Christ. Absolutely. In the first, in the first chapter of, of the Gospel of John. Uh, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld, we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, having said that, there are three times in the New Testament that says that God is invisible. Even Jesus said, no man has seen God at any time. That's the, right. The Son of Man hath declared Him. And so no one actually saw God the Father. Still haven't. But let's go back to... To the mystery of God, and is God, God is manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit. And let's look at that next thing. Seen mm-hmm. of uh, the, angel. the angels. Yeah. Do you realize that until Jesus Christ was born and God became flesh and dwelt among us, God was never seen. However, Lucifer was seen. And he was in charge, and he was beautiful, and some of the angels followed him because he said, "I'm going to be the I'm going to be the boss." 
Yep, that makes sense. Because they saw. By the way, all sin is is uh, defined by three things: the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Uh huh. First John two sixteen. By the way, those were all uh, uh, apparent in the garden, but we'll see that in a minute. So, sin originated in heaven, and and God said, because of this, I'll I'll destroy thee. He said, oh, yeah, you're going to be cast out. And he did. And he cast him down to earth. And that's where he showed up, in the Garden of Eden. So sin actually originated in heaven with Satan, who was named Lucifer. And, you know, it's, it's, inter- it's, this is, this, it's interesting that we're talking about this because I don't think that most Christians have considered uh, this as fact that most or maybe maybe might not even be aware of these things so i think it's a great thing we're talking about this um the the origin actually was in heaven then and free will angels who are created beings also were created with a will a a will yeah yeah okay you you get the the ability to choose right you gotta choose yeah by the way, I was so glad when I met my wife, Sharon. Yeah. And uh, and I said to myself, she's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. why, why would she choose me? <laughs> and she did choose me. Yes, sir. And I was elated. And that's how God is. When you choose him. Absolutely. Elated. But Satan did not. Now let's listen. Let's go back to the garden. Now we're going to talk about the origin of the origin of sin in the earth. Okay. Remember, sin originated in heaven. Okay. And, and Satan was cast out. The scriptures. Yep. It says, uh, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, now, here's the servant. Yea, hath God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of this garden? Mm. The woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the true, fruit of the tree, uh, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it. Oh, dear. <laughs> Lest ye die. Right. Now, two things wrong with that, Eve. You're adding to the word of God, and you're changing it. That's right. God did not say, lest you die. Satan knew exactly what God said. So, because in verse 4 of, Ter- of Genesis 3, it says, And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. Mm. That's what, yeah, because when you <laughs> eat of that fruit, you, you surely die. And then he says, For God doth know that the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and they shall be as gods, and knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the Look at this. When the woman saw yeah, the, the, lust, lust, the lust, lust of the, of the eyes, eyes, that the tree was good for food, lust of the, the flesh, flesh. Yeah. and that it was pleasant to, and, and, it be, and, the, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. The pride, the of, pride life. of life. Oh, boy. Couldn't, couldn't so be clear. Yep. Yeah, that was how sin entered into world that was the commencement of sin that was the origin of sin amazing uh, um, uh, on earth um, now um, 
gotta move along here. We do, and and uh, I, I, now that we know where sin actually originated and and why these things yeah, uh, happened sure. the way they did, uh, we need to move into uh, why sin is the condition of every human being. Okay, so we'll do that. Uh, let's give our audience uh, time to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Yeah. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 21, verses 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. Sin, when it is finished, bringeth death. Now that's, that, that's not part of 1 Corinthians. But it says here, for since by man came for since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so shall in Christ in Christ shall all be men be made alive. And so, so our condition is we are in the throes of death. We are infected with an incurable, almost, disease. Right. We we inherited from Adam and Eve. Our nature to sin. By the way, Curtis, you and I are still both sinners, though we're saved. Absolutely. Because God didn't make us perfect yet. He just he, he just erased our sins. That's right. And by the way, the next thing we ought to talk about in these things is the forgiveness of sin. Absolutely. However, but we need to talk about the uh, the, the, uh, the the devilishness of sin, the destructive. The, the destructivity of sin, and uh, and so we're doing that. So, um, for since by man came death, but by man came also the resurrection. For as in Adam all die. So this is an actually so it's an actually it's actually an inherited condition. An inherited condition. That's right. That's right. A lot of people get cancer because yeah, their be- daddy had it. Yeah. So because your uncle, because your uncle Doug got your uncle Doug got cancer and and uh, and uh, he got it probably because it was part of his inheritance from dad who who died of it. Okay, so right that's that's uh, that's uh, part of our condition. Uh, James chapter one. Mm. Let's, let's turn to James chapter <laughs> one. I'm glad and we'll try to get. We'll, 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 we'll try to finish this condition, all right? Yes, sir. And then we'll go on to the next thing next next week. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to James chapter 1, correct? Are you, are you there yet? Yep, I'm there. James chapter 1, verse 13. Yes, sir. Ready? Yep. Ready when okay. you are. I'm ready. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man, when he is tempted, uh, every man, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust Mm. and enticed. Mm -hmm. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death. And so here's your condition. You're, you're, you're in a condition of lust when he's drawn away of his own lust. Right. When lust 
hath conceived it, it brings forth sin. And so sin is a product of your sin nature, uh, which is in, which includes your lust. That's right. Turn to First John. First, turn to First John. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give everybody a chance to, a chance to turn to it because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> John, First John, chapter one says a lot about sin. If we in in chapter uh, one verse eight he says if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. That's right. That's right. In in verse ten of chapter one he says if we say that we have not sin we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Yeah, uh, listen to me. Uh, there's a terrible uh, doctrine being taught in some churches in in America today, oh, and yeah. that is you can reach on the earth sinless perfection. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to say a word that you can never spell. And, and here's what I here's what the word is. That's that's the word I was thinking about too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nonsense doctrine because if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. Yeah. Let's stay in First John if we if you can. Yep. First John chapter one. Well, no, that's what, that we've covered that pretty good. Let's go Romans chapter three, twenty says for all of sin. Come short of the glory of God. Right. Uh, nobody's excluded. Yeah, you all have the disease. It's a, it's an inherited bug. We got it from Adam and we got it from Eve. That's and right. uh, and we and we can't get rid of the sin nature, but we can do something about it, and that's something we'll cover in another lesson. Then in Romans six twenty three, it says, "The wages of sin is death." That's right. And it is, and it is. For as in Adam all die. That's right. We are condemned to death. Make no mistake about that. I love the rest of that verse, however. Yeah, me too. sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Pray. Are you listening? Praise the, the Lord. The only way you can deal with your sin is through faith in Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. And my favorite verse is, For by grace are you saved through faith. That not of yourselves, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. You can't do anything good to get saved. You can only believe. That's right. Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Listener, have you believed God? For by grace are you saved through faith. That not of yourselves. Why don't you do so today? Believe in the gospel that Jesus Christ lived, died for our sins, was buried, and rose again according to the scriptures. Amen. Do that, and that'll take care of your sin. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Pastor, well, thank you so much. I, uh, I think we've cleared up a couple of maybe what could be considered misconceptions uh, in the evangelical community, and... and uh, Thank you for, for bringing those things to light. Um, if I could, before we close this today, uh, I love the, uh, the passage in James chapter 1 that you, that you went to, uh, verse 13 and 14, uh, well, actually through 15. Uh, it says, Let no man say when he's tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Thus, when lust hath conceived, 
it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. I think it, a lot of us miss the importance in, in what's in verse 14 there. It says, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. Sin can't be conceived unless we choose to let it be conceived, basically. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is not on God. This is on us. That's absolutely correct. We're all... And by the, we're, way, by the way, don't, don't put it all on Satan either. It's no, all no, on us. It is on us. It, these, we have choices to make. That's why we were given free will. Yeah. Okay? So yep. the, the bottom line here is, yeah, are you going to be tempted? Yes, you are. Do you have a way of escape? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You yeah. have a choice to make. Let's not avoid the responsibility, and that's what a lot of us do. We try to find ways to avoid the responsibility. Yep. And I think You're that, right on the button. that's an important... Where, where, did you, where did you learn that from? I don't know. Some guy, some gray-haired guy that, that I've known for years. Might, might have... <laughs> well, at least you have some hair. I don't even have any anymore. I noticed. Okay. It, 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 hey, it, listen, we're all subject to the bondage of decay. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I, I I'm, de- I, I'm decaying quicker than I than I really had expected. But but hey, yeah. it, that's the way that's the way it goes. But listen, it it, it it's really your choice. It's the choices that you, that you make. Okay. Um, and we don't want to avoid the responsibility. We, we need to take responsibility for what we do. And, That's uh, correct. And that, that James chapter 1, uh, verse 14, I, listen, I think that's a critical thing for us to, to keep in mind every day, every, every minute of every day. God's given us a choice, and we need to make the right one. That's correct. So next week, Pastor, we're, we're going to... Uh, we're going to be discussing, now that we've covered where sin commenced, where it began, and we've discussed the condition, uh, the inherited condition that we all have because of original sin in the garden, uh, next week we're going to be talking about uh, the consequences of our sin. That's correct. Correct? That's what I've got on my notes. <laughs> what? In, in other words, in other words, if we sin, what's going to happen? That's right. Hmm? That's right. And if we live That's our right. entire lives in sin with this, heredi- right. with this hereditary condition and yep. we choose to do nothing about it, what are the consequences? That's right. Okay, so we're going to talk about that next Wednesday. And we're also, if my notes are correct here, uh, we're also going to talk about the culmination of sin. What is the end result That's correct. of sin being present in the world? Is, it. is it a hopeless thing, or is there actually hope? We're, I'm sure we're gonna, you're going to touch on that next, next week, uh, if, if I know you, and I do. Uh, yeah, the Peter said that we ought to be prepared uh, to answer every man that asks us, uh, asks us about the hope 
That's right. That lieth within us. Amen. And that's what and that's what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, I look forward to doing that next week, Pastor. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad that you're you're here with us. And uh, folks, uh, we we consider it an honor and a privilege to be with you today. And we are so so very happy that you joined us. And we hope that you'll choose to join us again next week as we discuss, as we uh, as we talk more about this horrible condition called sin, but we, we'll also finish up with the blessed hope that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, please, please tune in and join us next week. We thank you so much for being with us. Pastor, thank you, and we look forward to hearing from you again next week. Folks, that's all. Thank you, Kurt. That's, that's my pleasure and my honor. Uh, folks, we, we thank you again, and we, we need to sign off for now, but we're chomping at the bit to give you uh, something again next Wednesday. We hope you'll tune in when, we, when we're able to do that. Thank you again, and remember, no matter what, to God be the glory. Thank you. We'll see you next Wednesday.